0: Review It Rob hey, Ayo and welcome to a new episode of the Review at Rob Show, man. Appreciate you coming back. To listen to this show, if it's your new first time listening, man, welcome in. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to this show. You're in for some all kinds of fun news. Uh, we got DC news and horror news is mandatory every single episode of the Review at Rob's show, as well as spoiler-free review for you, and this week is a doozy, man. We got the film Infinity Pool that came out early this year. Finally got around to checking out that movie. I'm going to give you my spoiler-free thoughts on that. Um as well as everything else we talk about news wise. Not a whole lot going on, of course, with the strike happening, but still a decent bit of news I can give you here. Um as well again, appreciate you taking time to listen to this show. If you do me a favor, hit that like, subscribe, and share it. Um that would be awesome. Would greatly appreciate that as well if you could uh, you know, rate the show on Apple or wherever you listen to it. That would be awesome as well, man. But um Like I said, spoiler-free review for Infinity Pool is going to be this week's episodes review, of course. Um, That's how the show works, man. I'm random and always twisting around, man. That's where the less-gets-twisted catchphrase for the show comes from, man. So, jumping into it, Infinity Pool is rated R for graphic violence, disturbing material, (laughs) absolutely, Uh, strong sexual content, graphic nudity, drug use, and some language. Uh, it is a horror mystery thriller. That is the trifecta of awesome there. Again, if you're a veteran listener to the show, you know I love that trifecta in movies. If you're new to the show, guess what? love that trifecta in movies. Uh, the film runs at one hour and 57 minutes, and I watched it on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, it is on there for you to check out. Uh, Synopsis goes as While staying at an isolated island resort, say that five times fast, James, played by Alexander Skarsgård, and M, played by Cleopatra Coleman, are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine beaches, exceptional staff, and soaking up the sun. But guided by the seductive and mysterious Gabby, played by Mia Goth, they venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, Hinduism, and untold horror we're going to cut the synopses there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes' credit score has an 86%, while the audience score is sitting at a 52%. And IMDb gave it a 6.1 out of 10. So, what were my thoughts on this movie? Now, let's not bury the lead here. This is a wild movie weird movie um that disturbing material part is very true it is a disturbing film to say the least and that's something that uh, sat with me as much as um my last week's review uh talk to me if you haven't listened to that one go check that one out um that movie sat with me a good bit this one isn't sitting with me it's more of um a disturbing weird like what is going on kind of movie, you know, not so much in the sense of we're going to be head trippy and mess with your mind and all this stuff, which it does kind of do in this movie, but not to the extent of let's do it just to be weird and wild and crazy and kooky and have people talking about it because of how wild the material was nothing as far as that, but definitely has instances of that, if that makes sense. Uh, the film will get you. I mean, I was watching multiple times where I, I, you know, audibly said WTF, you know, could try to keep it PG on the show. um, And I was like, what is going on, man? What, What is happening here? So it kept me invested. It kept me interested to see how everything ends, ended up working out and how, how and where it was going and all that. Because, you know, that's what you would want a movie to do, right? You know, you'd want it to keep it wanted to keep you interested from start to finish it it did do that um, pretty quickly as well you know the movie started off a little slow but um, you know it finally get did get to its uh, points where you started um, trying to figure out what was going on and uh, trying to see where we're going from here and all that stuff so yeah uh, disturbing material there is graphic violence without a doubt uh, sexual content there is sexual content in the film so if those three things are something you don't want to watch then this movie is not going to be for you um, there is like a, a sex scene that goes on for a good couple minutes uh, after about an hour into the movie um, there's sexual content before that but there's a sex scene that goes on a little bit long um, let's see uh, you know, the film being almost two hours long I think was not necessary for this movie. Um, You know, I say that because a lot of it was, like, drawn-out shots, um, if you know what I mean. Just, you know, overly showing a scene and kind of drawing it out, you know, um, we're looking out the window of a car as it's driving and seeing the scenery and all that stuff, or we're, we're panning out slowly, or we're, we're, uh, focusing on something a little bit too long or something like that. You know, you know what I mean? You know, scenes that are just a little too drawn out. Um, so I think I would like to, you know some of that stuff to be cut out. I don't think the movie needed to be that close to two hours. Um, there is a warning I do have for you with this movie. Other than the you know material of the film itself, there are some scenes with flashing images on the screen and flashing lights. So if you are um, have any worries or if you have any effects to things of that nature, you um, be warned. If you watch that movie, there is uh, scenes that go on a little bit too long. With that happening uh, a couple times in the film as well, but overall. You know the main reason I watched this movie was because of Mia Goth. I I think she's a fantastic actress from you know everything I've seen her in. She always delivers um, a stellar performance. So I was like, okay, she's in it. Uh, you know that's interesting enough. You know she's one of those people now. I mean it's hard to find like performers now where you're like, oh they're in it, cool. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, it's kind of the old way of watching movies, right? You're like, who's in it? Oh, cool. I'm going to check that out because they're in it. Uh, we don't have too much of that now. We have it a little bit with some uh, certain performers. I mean, Jenna Ortega is a good example. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. It's, it's tough. It's mostly women. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, male actors. Like, oh, he's it well, I mean, for me, Andrew Garfield, of course. Um trying to think of like the younger talent of the world because me what 29 30 something like that um i mean jenna's 20 21 or something like that so hey, you know anya taylor joy is another one but again it's all female I'm trying to find like a a dude that you know i don't know um but we, we have some performers right that'll be like oh they're in it cool i'm gonna check that out because at least i know i'm getting a fantastic performance in the film you know, whether the movie's good or not, um, at least, you know, we have that going on for us, right? And she's absolutely incredible in the film. Like, she is a star for sure, which I believe is a line she says in another one of her movies. I didn't even mean to say that, just then. uh, she says that in Pearl, which I have not seen Pearl yet. Um, I did find out, I it's on Paramount Plus, so check that out, uh, probably have SmackDown tomorrow night, maybe after SmackDown, um. And then I'm gonna see uh, Dracula on a boat. Hopefully this weekend as well. I gotta work this weekend, but um, yeah, hopefully seeing Dracula on a boat this week. So, uh, nonetheless, man, Infinity Pool is a weird freaking movie. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It is a wild time. and It is gonna get you in weird feelings. Um, that again, not so much. It didn't stick with me as much as uh, Talk to Me did, but uh, definitely some wild uh, material in this movie say the least, but, uh, with that said, it was, um, interesting enough to keep me, um, interested, obviously, it was interesting enough to keep me interested, man, I'm a fantastic reviewer, um, but it was, it, it did keep me wanting to see where it was gonna go, and how things were gonna end up going, uh, when we got to the end, and all that, so, you know, solid enough movie, I didn't hate the fact that I watched it, you know, that's always the thing I like to say, Did I, you know, not enjoy seeing that movie or not i was i was fine with it you know i think i think uh i probably won't watch it again just because you know it's one of those movies that's material wise i don't want to watch all that often um you know even again with how fantastic Goth is and you know the rest of the cast does a good job on portraying the characters they need to portray in the film and all that it's it's just you know it's one of those movies where i don't want to watch that kind of stuff multiple times you know um it, it's it's again graphic violence it's disturbing material you know strong sexual content and all that stuff man like that's it's that's a film, one of those films you got to take in um rarely <laughs> you know i was gonna say randomly but i guess rarely um would be the right way to go with it I, i'm sure maybe i'll come across it again if i'm like doing a mia goth marathon or something but you know i i I don't know the next time I would end up actually watching this movie, but that doesn't mean the movie's bad by any means. I do think it was a solid enough film that again, kept me interested from start to finish. It is um, something that will, will pique your mind some to try to figure out where things are going and hoping to figure out where things are going. And again, You'll have I mean I did at least I had a couple moments where I was like, What the fudge? You know. I didn't say fudge of course, but I'm recording right now. I'm trying to be peachy. Um but nonetheless, man, uh, solid enough film. If you have Hulu, check it out there. It's um worth seeing for me a gospel performance alone. Um uh, and if you're not disturbed by things, then you know, it's right near wheelhouse. But again, warning for flashing, um scenes there are you know i don't mean flashing scenes like nudity there is nudity in the movie but i mean like you know the screen flashing images and you know all that stuff man Uh, hurting your eyes and it caused bad things to happen um so be warned going into it watching it for that but you know i don't even know what the story was here i mean it's something that you know we've seen in horror movies right this kind of a horror movie um classic if you will you know a couple going on a uh, vacation to an isolated place and bad things happening like it, it, we've seen those things before um but uh, this movie of course goes into you know yeah a wild route with its material <laughs> you know so um solid enough film a little bit too long in my opinion but um enjoyable which is weird to say for the you know the subject matter and all that but um enjoy what, what still trying to figure out what the story of this movie was <laughs> you know um hey anyway, and i can't go into it too much more because i'll spoil stuff so either way that's the review man you know keeping this spoiler free and fast it was a solid enough film um, driven by mia Goth's performance uh, it is weird as all get out but we'll keep you wanting to see how It all goes cool, cool. Um, let's see. Going from there, let's just continue with the horror route. Uh, We'll jump into horror news. With I don't even know if this is a horror movie. It says horror, mystery, thriller, and thriller, more mystery. Yeah, horror. I guess because the the uh, graphic violence. Nonetheless, (laughs) I'm going into horror uh, news here. First bit of news to talk about is news I'm pretty excited about, man. The sequel to Talk to Me. I've already mentioned that movie a couple times on this episode, and again, I reviewed it last week. A uh, sequel has officially been announced for Talk to Me, and uh, we can expect that at some point in time, as it has done very well. at The box office beating expectations. So not surprised at all that it's getting a sequel and i am excited for it now will they decide to put the number two in the middle of the word as talk number two me or what when uh, they do the sequel probably will do that i would guess I mean, that's kind of how they did it with the the trailer right they did the the hand and the tomb um number shape so i don't care man i'm excited for that like it's it, it was a uh, that's a good movie man yeah, I, I do want to see that one again, even though it stuck with me for a while and kind of messed with my head some. Like, I still want to see that movie again. That's kind of the difference between that movie and the movie I just talked about. Um, God, I just talked about it. Jesus, what was the name of that movie? Uh, Infinity Pool. <laughs> um, I a thing. Talk to me is just such a solid, solid film from start to finish, and just does a fantastic job of what it needed to be. That I would gladly watch it again, um, even though it does mess with my head. It's just, you know, very well put together. So, a sequel to that film, give it to me, man. Now, uh, let's see. Today, we got a first look at Mike Flanagan's final series over there with the Netflix uh, titled The Fall of House, Fa- the Fall of the House of Usher. Jesus, so many of these. Um, it is going to be unlike anything Flanagan has ever done before. The limited series from um, Intrepid Pictures is based on multiple works from... Edgar Allan Poe and Netflix has announced uh, that the f- uh, show will premiere October 12th, 2023. So yeah, Mike Flanagan has done a number of shows with Netflix. He did have a deal with Netflix for a while. Um, uh, he is going somewhere else. I can't remember where he's going. Was it Disney? No. Maybe? I don't know. Um, but The Fall of House Usher does look interesting. I am interested in Edgar Allan Poe's works. Um, so bring it on, man. Can't wait to check that out this October. Uh, let's see, Prey. Remember that movie, the Predator prequel film? Uh, we have hit its year anniversary, um, and it is up for six awards at this year's Emmys, which congratulations to that film. Uh, definitely deserves it. But that leads to the question, what about a sequel? What are the possibilities for a sequel to Prey? I mean, it's up for all these Emmys. very well received, right? Uh, well, Prey director Dan Trachtenberg gave us a little bit on this saying quotes. I can't really say anything about that right now, but I'll say... While we're while we were finishing the movie, we were having really exciting conversations, uh, the studio, myself, the writer and producers about what crazy things could we do next. End quote. So, not a full answer of if we'll get a sequel or not. A bit of a teaser about a sequel, but I would say it's definitely a possibility, especially if they win any of these six awards that they're up for at the Emmys this year. I I really enjoyed that Prey movie. I'm doing a rewatch on it. Um, but I thought it was a fantastically put-together Predator film. Um, Enjoyable Predator film. Probably, in my books, I probably put it second behind the first movie. I might even put it before the first movie. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that too much, but very solid, well-put-together film that is thoroughly enjoyable. So, what can I say, man? I think they should do a sequel. But at the same time, not every movie needs a sequel, so if they don't want to do a sequel, good for them. But, while we're talking sequels, last bit of horror news here. Uh, the Exorcist sequel has officially got its rating. Uh, Universal and Blumhouse, The Exorcist Believer, which will be a haunted house this year at Halloween Horror Nights, which very surprising since the movie won't be out till halfway through the event. But, I don't hate it, man. I am excited to go through an Exorcist house nonetheless. I wish it was the first movie because I love that freaking film. But... I will take what I can get, Um, but anyways, the film The Exorcist Believer is rated R for some violent content, disturbing images, language, and sexual references, so fitting right in with that first movie, Um, of course The Exorcist Believer is a direct sequel to the original Exorcist film. And that movie will be releasing this year on October 13th in Theta's um, excited, man. I think my hype level has gone up for that movie much more after seeing the trailer. Um, I, I think it's, it's again, I, I said it multiple times on last week's episode. This year has been pretty solid for horror films. Um, and, uh, if it follows the track record, this movie could be, uh, very good. Um, based on, you know, again, this year being really good horror-wise, um, David Gordon Green did a fantastic job with the direct sequel he did for Halloween. No matter how you feel about kills or ends, that first Halloween movie he did was amazing. So, high hopes, I guess. Um, you know, it went from something I was cautiously optimistic about to now seeing that trailer, pretty hyped about it, man. It's one of the two films I'm... Uh, you know on the hype list uh, one of those being dracula on a boat um, i forgot the name of that movie because i just continue to call it dracula on a boat. i think it was the last voyage of the demeter but um saying dracula on a boat is just a lot of fun but uh, the exorcist it seems like it could be really good um i'm you know and again it's coming out after my trip to halloween horror night so i would have gone through the house and that, that could probably build even more anticipation for the movie right so um I am. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to see how it all ends up working out over there. Um, let's see. Speaking of how things work out, let's go talk to DC news, man. Um, uh, if you know me, you know that I'm a huge DC fan. Um, I love it to death. I will support it until the day I die. Right. Um, but uh, they do some things over there that really gets you scratching your head. Uh, and wondering what's going on now um, i bring that up because last week we talked about wonder woman 3 and that uh, gal gadot said she has talked to james gunn and peter saffron and that they were moving forward with a wonder woman 3 Um, a week later now um, there are apparently no plans whatsoever for a wonder woman 3 over at warner brothers dc studios according to Sources. Uh, according to the sources, a third Wonder Woman film is not in development at DC Studios, nor do Gunn and Saffron have plans at this time for any Wonder Woman project in the DC Universe other than the previously announced Paradise Lost uh, prequel series for Max. I wanted to call it HBO Max. So, uh, the sources also added stating that nothing was ever promised to Godot regarding Wonder Woman 3, nor was there any definitive discussion of Godot's Wonder Woman continuing with the new DC universe. Gunn and Safran gave a presentation at the start of the year unveiling the first titles in their new DC universe, including, of course, the first film, Superman Legacy, and they continue to be laser-focused on these new films. So, again, it's just confusion right there's all kinds of confusion continuing to go on over there at dc like it's i think maybe this is what's leading to people being weird about seeing the movies um because they don't know what's going on which you know is again your choice and your opinion i I don't like that opinion i think you still see a movie to see the movie itself whether it connects to something or not is irrelevant um uh, but you know maybe that's you know just trying to think psyche wise maybe that's a reason that's probably another reason why blue beetle's not getting uh high projections anymore um and aquaman's barely being talked about so we don't even have to worry about that at the moment but it's it's just i i can't really honestly blame people like there's it's a world of just continuing confusion over there right it's uh the henry, going back to henry cavill like oh henry cavill's in oh, no he's out he's in he's out he's in he's out you know um uh, and now officially out right we know we've already got casting for superman um you know and people again the internet's kind of made up its own decisions in mind saying who is in the dcu and who isn't in the dcu we'll know that when you know they announce it but wonder woman 3 let's just you know let's brainstorm and talk about this for a moment wonder woman 3 while i would be fine with you know, I love Gal and what she's done with the character, and I think she's been fantastic as Wonder Woman, um, it wouldn't fit in the DC universe, right, so we're starting this brand new DCU, and we're gonna have a Wonder Woman 3 movie as part of the DCU, no, we would have to start over, right, this is a new universe, this should be a new world, um, new creation of Wonder Woman, now, of course, unless we're bridging off of, the Flash, which we don't know if that's—I mean, the film itself is not part of the DC universe, so we wouldn't be bridging off of that, right? Um, so I—I don't—I I don't know how you do it. You <laughs> know, yeah, I mean, if you bring Gal back, they will confuse people Um because, okay, she was the Snyderverse Wonder Woman, but now she's in the DCU as Wonder Woman, but not the same Wonder Woman, right? She's a new wonder woman because again we can't do wonder woman 3 in the dcu now we could do wonder woman 3 as an elseworlds project right dc has their elseworlds projects the batman the uh batman sequel that's coming uh joker the joker sequel that's on the way um the penguin series right Um, all that stuff like that would be elseworlds right so you could probably do wonder woman 3 there if it was going to happen you know, just spitballing and thinking, but, you know, you wouldn't do Wonder Woman 3 as a DCU film, if that makes sense, because, again, we're starting a new universe, right? You could do a Wonder Woman movie, sure, but, again, they're doing the Paradise Lost prequel series first. You can introduce a new Wonder Woman in that show, you know, maybe Gal is in that show, but, again, it's going to confuse people, (laughs) you know? You know what I'm saying? It's not going to confuse me. Like, I can pick up on this stuff pretty quickly, but it will confuse some people who aren't paying attention i guess um but at the same time not coming down on people i get it it, it's, it is weird why would why would gal stick around but you didn't keep henry Cavill, right i mean ben affleck was done either way i think i think he was not gonna return either way um uh, jason momoa apparently is going to be part of the dcu as aquaman so we got to figure out and explain that again easy connection with the flash right but we don't know apparently that movie doesn't exist in the DCU, so we can't really say that, and that again goes to Ezra, Ezra's no longer Flash, um, which again, I love Ezra's Flash, Ezra will probably always be my Flash, but if we're going to create a new universe and all that stuff, if we're not using that movie where the Flash created a new timeline and bridged all this stuff and all that gap and all that, then we will probably need a new Flash as well, so we need all new versions of all these characters, or it's going to get, again, very confusing for people they're like okay why'd you replace henry cavill but you brought in a gal ezra and uh, jason to to continue their roles right but new versions of their roles right because it's a new universe i don't know and i think that's the big problem that's going on right now there's a lot of confusion and all that stuff which again i'm excited that they're keeping aquaman coming out december because we can get that movie out and we can just move forward right i will be so happy when this new dc universe starts and we can start living in that new world because all of this stuff is very confusing the rock recently talked about black adam on um, kevin hart's show heart to heart and said um the the changes over there is what um, led to uh, bad things happening with Black Adam and I uh, put no possibility of a sequel there or not knowing if a sequel is going to happen or whatnot so it's just it's all a mess that you know needs to be cleaned up at some point in time again I would love for Gal to continue being Wonder Woman um, I obviously would love Ezra to still be the Flash I would be perfectly fine with Jason Momoa still being Aquaman like I'm fine with all that stuff but it has to be it has to be you know, explained, (laughs) it has to be explained in some way, shape, or form, again, I think Affleck was done either way, Um, Henry Cavill was game to play Superman, but the story James was putting together doesn't fit, so yada, yada, fine, whatever, I'm cool with that, I'm not gonna throw a fit about it, I get it, Um, again, like I said, if we've got to have a new Flash, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? I prefer Ezra. Would love for Ezra to keep going, but if we have to have a new universe, it would only make sense to have new people playing all these characters, um, unless again, if we were using the flash and the timeline changes. Timeline, wow, timeline changes. Um, then I can understand, and then I can make it make sense, right? Because you know, the Flash, Aquaman's in that movie, yada, yada, they're still connected, cool, got it, Wonder Woman's there, got it, fine, all that stuff, Um, the Batman stuff of it all, fine, Um, you can make it work in some way, shape, or form, but again, that Flash movie is not considered part of the DCU, Um, that's a DCEU film, now Blue Beetle that's coming out, the movie itself is not connected, to the dcu but the character will be in the dcu again this is the confusing stuff that's going on right it, it all needs to we just have to wait and give it time for it to all work out at some point in time but i get the frustration it is very weird it is you know again confusing it, it will make you wrap your mind around a lot of things um but nonetheless man it's dc i'll be there to support it but yeah it, it definitely needs some cleaning up for sure um but Ah. Uh, Past things, having life, is another subject here with uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad movie. Now, I remember, James Gunn had the Suicide Squad, but before that, there was a Suicide Squad film with uh, Margot Robbie's first appearance as Harley Quinn, um, Jerry Leto's Joker, Will Smith's Deadshot, all that stuff. Um, that movie, ever since the Snyder Cut came out... There's been a lot of talk and hope and support on social media for uh, releasing the Ayer cut of Suicide Squad because that movie was cut up as um, a lot. And, you know, that, you know, led to that movie being confusing for people and not making a whole lot of sense and it being a jumbled mess and all that stuff. Uh, Well, David Ayer recently took to social media to reveal that James Gunn told him he his cut of the film would have its time to be shared. Uh, saying quote there's a genuine curiosity and interest from a lot of people and i'm aware of there there is another group of people that uh, have fun mocking the film they are posted on x <laughs> um the new name for twitter he said your um, your comment is a perfect example of how many are ma- magentically um Magnetically, magnetically, Jesus Christ! I need to go to sleep. Magnetically drawn discussion to the 2016 film in a negative way. Have you ever had an experience in your life that didn't until, didn't until the way you wanted? That makes no sense. Um, that dragged you, that made you rethink everything. I have. Continue. All I know is my unseen film plays much better than the studio release the interest in my cut being shown seems real and organic and Gunn told me it would have its time to be shared he absolutely deserves to launch his dc universe without more drama about old projects in a way i'm chained to this thing i'm riding a tiger here and navigating the situation the best i can life is a very strange journey end quote um I mean, if you have Max, there's no reason that you can't throw it up there, right? Like you did with um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, just to get it out there. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I want to see it, obviously. Like, I don't hate that Suicide Squad movie, by the way. I, you know, I, it's entertaining enough for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's not the whole film and not really what we were supposed to see, then yeah. Yeah gladly i mean next Snyder's justice league is a fantastic freaking film so i'm not going to say that this movie could end up being like that i have no idea I, I doubt it would but i think it would definitely help to see the actual you know project as it was supposed to be uh, created so um now of course with the gal gadot and wonder woman 3 situation of it all did gun say this was actually going to happen or not I don't know, you know, again, it's more of that confusion over there that's going on. It's like, what's uh, the thing? What's the deal? What's happening? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would gladly watch that movie um, in its original form uh, on Max. Yeah, there's no reason you can't put that up on Max, for sure. So, we'll have to wait and see. Um, according to David Ayer, he said the gun said it will have its time to be shared, so, have to, it'll happen, but, I mean, again, he's focused on the dcu and getting that up and going so i i think that's going to be his main focus so doing the air cut um i, I wouldn't i wouldn't expect that anytime soon <laughs> you know let's just put it there but apparently happening at some point in time Alright, that's it for DC news. Going into other bits of news. Again, only have one thing to talk about here. Again, news is scarce with uh the strike going on and all that stuff. We don't have a whole lot to really discuss here. Um, but uh, the one other bit of news I wanted to bring up was um uh Disney movie related news with uh Justin Simeon who just directed the Haunted Mansion movie, which if you want to check out my feelings on that, I did that review a couple of weeks ago. Um he did that movie for Disney is now opening up about another Disney attraction that he would like to adapt into a film saying, quote, Captain EO. Let's go. Um, listen, I know it's out of commission. OK, I know that's not technically a ride, but I am ready. I need some singing. I need some dancing. I need some cherry girl juice in outer space immediately. End quote. <laughs> um All right, fun. That sounds fun. Uh, Captain EO was a 3D science fiction short film that was directed by Francis Ford Coppola and co-written by George Lucas, which starred the amazing Michael Jackson. Uh, The film tells the story of Captain EO, who is on a mission to deliver a gift to the supreme leader who lives in a rotting world of twisted metal and steaming events. Okay, Uh, the Supreme Leader captures Captain EO's crew and sentences them to be turned into trash cans. Uh, Before Captain EO is sent away to be tortured, he tells the Supreme Leader he sees the beauty in her and unlocks it by breaking into a song with um, the song... We are here to change the world. Uh, the film was an attraction at Disneyland and Walt Disney World with theme park guests wearing 3D glasses to watch the film and being immersed in the adventure with lasers and smoke around the theater. Um, <laughs> I I never experienced this, but I understand why, why uh, my brother, Tombstone Josh, is not a fan. Uh, the film returned to Disney parks in 2010, a year after Jackson's death and was shown for the final time at epcot december 2015. um cool i mean if they want to make that i don't know what the jackson estate would have to do with that movie Uh, seeing how it started michael jackson i'm sure they might have something to do with it but again it's disney maybe disney has the full rights i don't know um i enjoyed his haunted mansion film so i would say if you wanted to do this cool but again you got to have somebody that can live up to michael jackson that's not not an easy task to say the least so um what a weird experience it was just a film where you were 3d glasses and had smoke and lasers going off around you okay um yeah then um sounds like i didn't miss that attraction (laughs) again i like michael jackson i'm a big michael jackson fan so i probably would have seen it just for him but uh yeah I can understand why that attraction is no longer around. But nonetheless, I mean, if they want to make a movie out of it, cool. Um, I think they're still working on a Tower of Terror film, right? Um, I think there's another one. Uh, I don't know. They're trying to remake everything over at Disney right now, turning cartoons into live-action movies, Um, and, of course, attractions into films, because why not? You know? Why not? (laughs) But uh, that's going to do it for this episode, man. Hope you enjoyed it. And a good bit of horror news and DC news, I think. Um, If the confusion with the DC stuff fits very well with that movie I watched, because that movie was weird as well. But Infinity Pool gave you my spoiler-free thoughts of that. If you saw that, please drop your uh, comments in the comments, of course. Let me know what you thought of the film. But um, that'll do it for this episode, man. Appreciate you as always joining in and listening to the show. Please check out um, my brother and I, before mentioned too, so Josh released a new episode of WBRO earlier this week, man. So go ahead and check that out. We gave our thoughts on uh, some football stuff as well as other things, including national holiday days, things, and you know other stuff, man. So uh, check that out. That's out there now as well as the other fantastic stuff we got going on here at the Throw Me Podcast Network. We appreciate you uh, taking your time to listen to us, man. Appreciate it a lot. So thank you as always. And remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light.